You're listening to Catholic Sprouts, the daily podcast for Catholic kids that strives to plant seeds of faith. Thursday, January 9th, 2020. This week on the Catholic Express podcast, we are beginning our journey through the seven sacraments by looking at the sacrament of baptism. We've already talked about how sacraments are a mystery and they bring the invisible realities of God and what God is doing to transform us into a way that we can interact with with our senses, although they still remain a great mystery. We have talked about how baptism is a door, the first door that we walk through as we enter the church and become part of God's body. Now, today we are going to talk about three symbols used during a baptism and what they mean. Because remember, sacraments are Jesus's gift to us. They allow us, although we are called to sometimes follow blindly to believe in God, even though We can't necessarily see or interact with him. The sacraments give us little symbols so that we can better understand God, what he is calling us to leave behind and to become, and how he is transforming us in invisible ways through the sacraments. So if you have been to a baptism, then you know that there are certain things that are used and done. And we are going to talk about what each of those things represents or symbolizes and helps us better understand the invisible things that are happening at a baptism. Now, the first thing that comes to mind when you think of a baptism is probably water. And that's usually how we symbolize baptism. Now, here is what we believe. Each person, of course, our original parents way back were Adam and Eve. And Adam and Eve disobeyed God, and sinned. And that is the original sin. We inherited this original sin when we were born. It might seem strange to think of a little baby as having some sort of sin upon him or her, but here's what I want you to think about. I think we can all agree that throughout all of human history, there have been some terrible things that have happened and some serious sins. Think about the whole world. This is the world that a baby is born into, a world with bad laws and hatred and division. There are a lot of bad, terrible things happening in this world. When parents bring their baby to a church to be baptized, what they are saying is, we don't want this baby to be part of all of the horrible things in this world. We don't want this baby to just be left out in the world. We want this baby to become part of God's family, to be born again into the spiritual family of God. And so that is a better way to understand original sin. We're washing away all of the years of history and terrible things that have happened in this world. We're not just human beings. We're not just born into the human family that is so broken and sinful. We are reborn into God's family. We wash away all of the sins that have happened before us. 
We don't have to inherit those things. We don't have to live that way. We wash that away and we enter God's family. Now, the next thing that you might think of when you think of a baptism is the gown. Even adults, when they're baptized, they put on a white gown. And this white gown has symbols. Now, this white gown symbolizes the clean, beautiful soul that you have after you're baptized. God has washed away all of the grime that has happened before you. If you're baptized as an adult, all of your sins before this, poof, just gone. God gives you a clean slate to start on. It is a clean, beautiful soul. For a baby, even this white gown symbolizes, the priest says, it symbolizes your Christian dignity. And remember, this is nothing that we earned. It's not like even as an adult, I earned the ability to be clean and new and start again. No, God just does this for us. He loves us without us needing to do anything to earn it. He has given us the gift of being his son or daughter, of having this clean, squeaky new soul, of having a fresh start and being able to live as we were made to live. So that is the beautiful white gown that we wear at baptism. Now, the final thing that might come to mind when you think of a baptism is the candle. Most people, when they're baptized, have godparents that are going to help steer them and bring them up in the faith. And it is the godparent that usually holds the candle. Now, the important thing to see about the candle is where does the candle get lit? It's not like the priest just brings out a match and lights the candle. No, that's not what happens at all. Instead, at every church, there is a huge candle. Maybe you've noticed it before. And it burns all year. It's called the Easter candle. Every year on Easter, there's a new candle. It's blessed at the Easter Vigil Mass. Well, this is the Easter candle. It symbolizes the light of Christ that has come into the world. The world was dark and lost in sin, but Jesus came into the world and he brought the light. Now, the godparents light this candle from that big candle And it symbolizes that this light of Christ burns in you. Remember, the sacraments are about receiving grace. And what is grace? Grace is God himself. God is so generous that when we approach him and receive a sacrament, we receive him. We receive God. We become part of God. He is inside of us. And that flame symbolizes that Christ is giving part of himself to you. He's inside of you. So if you have been baptized, you have Christ inside of you, the very light of Jesus shining inside of you. And it is our responsibility from the moment after we are baptized to keep that light burning. Jesus won't force us to keep the light burning. He knows it's best for us but he won't force it. And so we were given such an incredible gift on baptism. He washes away all of the sins committed before us. He allows us to get out of just our human existence and start a new, beautiful existence with him, a spiritual existence. 
to be born into the very family of God. And we wash away that sin with the water. And then we're clothed in that beautiful white gown that symbolizes our beautiful Christian dignity that we didn't earn, that God just gave to us. And we're filled with the light of Christ. That is not just a metaphor. It's a real thing. So I know that's a lot, but the baptism is so cool. And it's happened to you. You have received all of these things. Never, ever forget that. And so, Sprouts, today, my challenge for you is to recall your baptismal gown. Extra bonus points if you and your parents can go find your baptismal gown. Go look at it. Remember how clean and white it is. And this represented your soul before you had committed any sins. Keep the symbol of this clear, white, beautiful robe in mind every day. And remember that every time you sin... That robe gets a little bit dirty. So take to heart the great gift of baptism symbolized in that clean white robe and commit to sin as little as possible to keep that beautiful gown white. That's it for Catholic Sprouts today. We'll be back tomorrow. But until then, continue to grow in your faith and truly sprout into the beautiful creation that God created you to be. Just one more thing. I'd like to wish you all a very happy new year and a very holy new year. And I'd also like to say thank you. Thanks to the generous support of nearly 200 patrons. We have been able to make some incredible improvements to the Catholic Sprouts podcast, including a professional editor, much better equipment, and help with the content. If you would like to become a patron this new year and really commit to teaching the faith in your home or classroom, I encourage you to come join us. Come find a link in the show notes for this podcast. Click over. And for just $4 a month, you get access to tons of free material and a great community also committed to raising saints.